views and opinions expressed by Edwin are Edwin and Edwin's only, all right? Not of the sponsors, employers, baby mama, anybody he went to school with, anybody he owe money to. With that being said, enjoy the video. What is going on, everyone? Edwin Pay here. Thanks for joining me on the Word on the Road podcast, your weekly technology care package if you're new to the channel i appreciate you checking out this is a weekly technology podcast we do uh where i take three articles from the internet that i find interesting uh or uh fascinating or whatever and uh, i give you my analysis on them i break them down for you and then i send you on your way hopefully more educated more informed more aware of the interwebs man i hope everyone's having a great safe uh monday i know this podcast is coming out a little late uh, i had daddy duty today uh of course you know everybody's on quarantine quarantine 2020 and uh not to joke around coronavirus but uh, you know we're all on quarantine so i uh, had the little one today probably you guys probably saw the stream that me and him were doing today uh we were streaming um but with that being said man i appreciate everyone checking out the podcast and uh you know i've had a great weekend uh that being said uh spent some time with the family obviously uh and then uh enjoying the last days of humanity as we know them. you know we might be, <laughs> might be on the brink of a human extinction uh but uh you know uh uh, that being said, man, it's been a good week, man. Uh, uh, got to disconnect from the internet for a little bit, so that's always fun. And uh, you know, hopefully, uh, we got a whole week planned ahead of us. So hopefully, bringing out some more content uh, for the channel. And uh, you know, everything is good though. Everything's good, man. The weather here in Orlando is bipolar as usual, but luckily this weekend, for some reason, it's spring break and it was nice and and, and sunny. And uh, as a Puerto Rican man, I learned the hard way that we do tan. Apparently, uh, you you can be brown, but you're still tan. You know what I'm saying? You gotta wear the sunblock. But um, uh, with that being said, it was a good weekend, man. It was a great weekend. Looking forward to the rest of the week, man. Hopefully, everything just clears up with this uh, coronavirus. Everybody's on edge over here, and uh, I think like I don't want to take advantage of the situation, but I I'm trying to think about like what content I can create to assist people during this time of need. Because uh, everybody apparently is working from home, which is new, to, which is which isn't new to me. I've I've done both remote work and traveling a lot. I I don't prefer either or. Uh, I like going into the office, but I do appreciate the travel as well. Um, working from home is a little more difficult for me, even though I work from home now. Um, it, it's difficult to work from home if you've never done it before because it's just, you know, it really is a science because it's a lot of it has to do with like getting your job done, not getting distracted by everything, and then not letting yourself go either because it's like a lot of people when they work from home, they start building up this habit of like they just get out of bed and go to work. Uh, to their desk, you know, and like for me, like when I would work from home, I'd make it a point to like, yo, I gotta, I gotta, first of all, brush my teeth, you know what I'm saying, that's important, uh, hit the gym, dress up, you know, whether it's shorts or whatever, getting out of the outfit I'm in right now and getting into a different outfit, shaving, the whole nine yards, because it is very, very easy to, uh, in my opinion, let yourself go because you're working from home, and that's not to, you know, to offend anyone but that's just the reality of the situation there's a lot of um variables in the whole working from home thing that people don't realize and for me um you know i've had issues with it before you know um because there's just so much temptation around um doing it when the kids are home you know like um you know and people not understand like one of the issues i had too initially when i first worked from home was like like um my son's mom understanding like yo just because i'm home doesn't mean i'm home like i'm home but i'm working and you can't just leave the kids here like i remember one time i was babysitting my son while working from home and like i'm looking at the security camera and i'm watching him like as i'm in the middle of a security call uh, in the middle of a call him walk up to my wireless router and just say hey what's this button do and just disconnect the entire thing had to jump off the call really quickly 
so that's it's it's weird the things that happen from working from home but like i said it's an art like anything um you know and then i think i mean i think remote work is the future of things but uh with that being said man coronavirus 2020 we gotta stay safe guys wash your hands hand sanitizer don't share um lollipops with strangers <laughs> that should be the quote for the uh, episode that's gonna be the episode name don't share lollipops with strangers um but with that being said man we got a couple good articles today as always the articles we discuss uh in this podcast are listed in the description below and if you're listening on itunes spotify or whatever it's also in the bio description uh, of the podcast so with that being said we got some interesting articles uh first article uh just just to jump right into it's coming from the fine folks at uh apple insider i really don't look at this article but um, i kind of want to just touch bases on this about the uh basically the rumors going around with new iphones and apple ipads um talking about the apple a14 and the iphone 12 uh said to be as fast as the ipad pro man i'm telling you bro we, I, I had recently done a um a live stream um, where I might kind of answer people's tech questions, and like one of the recommendations I had made was with the with was instead of getting a laptop, really seriously consider the new iPads. And you know, this article kind of just talks about how these new iPads or new iPhones, uh, are, are the phones are going to be as fast as the iPad Pros, if not faster, man. And I think we're we're really at this pivotal point now where like unless you are a like a um a developer uh unless you are doing like serious video video editing um you you really don't need a laptop you i think the ipad pro can really handle a majority of the workload that you might have man like i i use a regular ipad especially just for this podcast and it works tremendously you throw into consideration the ipad um ipad pro and the ability to hook up peripherals to it so you can hook up your mouse your keyboard your usb drive your dslr camera any any microphone you have that's usb you can hook it up right into the ipad you got a usb drive you can hook it up you got an hdmi you're trying to hook it up to you could do that you got a presentation you could do it right from the ipad by hooking it up to an external display you got microsoft word you got everything you will ever need uh, to do computer work you can do it on the ipad and then with things like virtualization like citrix and things like that you can literally use the ipad pro for anything you need to access a bigger application you can use it virtually so uh the ipad pro bro it's come a long way man i really regret not getting the ipad pro right now i just have a standard ipad um because i didn't want to dive in head first for it right because i still have a mac um but i'm starting to realize like yo the ipad pro is where it's at and I think about how like every application that I use or website has an app that's optimized for mobile, that's optimized for iPad. And so the fact that they're kind of creating the same type of experience performance wise that you get on an iPad Pro that uh, on, a, on a phone, it's just tremendous, man. Because I really do think that the future of computing, the future of working is going to be an app that you install on your phone, very similar to Uber, and that's how you work. You install the corporate app, and that's how you access your corporate network. That's how you access the applications. And so I think Apple is really pioneering that because Android, uh, as much as we, uh, you know, you know, we talk about how great Android might be, no one's really out here buying, you know, what Android tablet can you really recommend to someone versus iPad? Um, you know, what can you recommend a Samsung? Is it going to be around from two years from now? Is it going to have updates two years from now? Um, it's just, it's a very, very interesting time. And I think iPad is just really... Uh, pioneering that market kind of cornering that market so i'm really excited to see what uh apple's coming through with man like i said i highly suggest if you you know if you are looking into getting a computer definitely look into the ipad series man they're they're significantly much cheaper than a standard mac you know if you're just buying a mac because you want the 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 feel the apple experience really look at an ipad Ooh, got a call coming in in the middle of a podcast that's weird <laughs> um 
no, but really consider looking into an iPad. Uh, like just like I said, the entire setup with pen and 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 uh, with 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 a keyboard really can run you under a thousand dollars, which is something that, in my opinion, I never thought I would see with Apple. Was a you know a a, a sub thousand dollar laptop that really works well, and I think the iPad really is is doing that trick. And it, it's crazy when you meet people who actually use it, like artists who are like, nah, I rely on this thing to do my job. Like I had a buddy of mine, he was like, yo, I bought it for you know I bought it for a grand and he's like i did some work on it for a client and i got that grand right back he's like i made my money back with it and uh that's that's you know that's that's important so definitely look into that definitely check out the article that's coming from apple uh, insider.com so uh on a more scarier note from the fine folks at uh what is this uh website 3d printing media network.com where do i find this stuff um, but with that being said, uh, this is coming from the fine folks at 3D Printing Media Network, um, which basically is talking about an Italian hospital says coronavirus 19 patients uh, lies by 3D printing valves for reanimation devices. Right. So um, definitely take into this article to uh, look into the article because I'm definitely going to mess it up. But um, this article is basically talking about a uh, obviously we're all aware of the corona situation. Right. Not the not the beverage but the virus right and so uh, a lot of hospitals are being overflood or overrun with uh, patients right and so a lot of medical supplies are running short and I guess this is like a respirator device that is uh, is in high demand especially for people who are, are um, patients or being treated for coronavirus and so what the hospital is talking about is that uh, basically their stock on this device was running low they basically did they, they didn't have any to treat their patients and so um, a couple of engineers from a company what's the company's name uh, from a company called fab lab um, in uh, in Milan uh, a very active promoter uh, in the 3d printing industry basically they said say no more fam we're just gonna bring a 3d printer over and actually just 3d print these for you and so instead of waiting for the hospital to ship out um, uh, or the medical supplier to ship out a bunch of these uh, devices they said no we can just print them on site and that really goes to show like the fat the fascinating like way that 3d printing can actually be applied especially in times of need where it's like we can create these devices on demand and so they went from having a shortage um, to now actually have them in stock with no problem now here's the catch to this right the hospital said okay yes this is great and everything like that but the reality is is that um, this is actually a patented uh, patented device meaning that like a company actually owns the patent to this design and so although you can 3d print one at your house um, it's still technically illegal. It's copyright protected. The, the, the schematics of it, the engineering of it is actually copyright protected. And so the only way they're kind of only getting away with this right now is because of the simple fact that we are uh, in a time of need and where medical, these things are in high demand. So it's good to see that these companies aren't taking advantage of the situation and saying, hey, no, nah, I'm like, we're not going to let you uh, 3D print these. Um, so this is kind of like I said, this is kind of what it looks like. So this is really like a, just an interesting use case for 3D printing because like, you know, I, I as someone who's followed the, the 3D printing market um, and kind of just like the hype that comes with 3D printing, uh, 3D printing reminds me a lot of what 3D TVs were, which was like there was a lot of hype behind 3d tvs you know everybody was like oh 3d tvs is going to be the future 3d tvs is going to be a thing but at the end of the day like i don't have a 3d tv <laughs> you know i remember when like uh, sprint came out with like the 3d phone it's like do i really want to see something in 3d do i really want to wear glasses and you know 3d printing although it's practical it's like what's the consumer use for it um 
but definitely this shows you what the commercial use of it is and um, one of the reasons in my opinion that this this was able to be done so easily is because there's such a huge community of 3d printers out there um, such a huge community of developers for 3d printing that kind of have been showing people how to do this and so with that being said uh, this probably wouldn't have been possible uh, for so many people to come together and do this if you know if if this technology hasn't been so widely uh, adopted and not so much adopted but like um if there hasn't been such a community of people kind of focusing on 3d printing so um, i've never been into 3d printing i've never been into like the whole CAD engineering and kind of like doing stuff like that. Uh, it's just not my cup of tea. I mean, I did robotics team in high school, and I just I 3D three AutoCAD and stuff like that was just not my cup of tea. I'm more of a you know network engineering kind of guy. You know what I mean? But this is really really cool to see this happening. Um, it kind of just shows the again the how practical uh, 3D printing is. So like they said, you know what? Say no more, fam. We'll print these valves out for you. And apparently the hospital now from uh, from what the update says is that they have plenty in stock now. But this is something like I like I said. This is a worldwide uh, uh, pandemic of, of of this virus, and so the more we can come together to use technology to help each other, I think the better chances of beating this we have. So, uh, strange times to be living in, bro. <laughs> um, but with that being said, man, definitely check out that article, 3D Printing dot or 3D Printing Media dot com. All right. So last but not least, this article is coming from the fine folks at the Intercept, um, which is reading about basically um, invisible censorship. So TikTok moderators suppress posts um, by ugly people and poor to attract new users. So the article is basically talking about uh, the company TikTok. Now, if you don't have TikTok, ask your kid about it. If you don't have kids, don't get addicted to TikTok. All right. It's the most addicting thing in the world. But um, in essence, the thing about TikTok that people don't understand is that like TikTok is not like your typical California based company where, um, you know, you have Silicon Valley. You have to, no, it doesn't work like that. This is a Chinese based video sharing app and with millions of users around the world um, on this application. And so basically what they're saying is that like uh, and I think I had talked about this previously on the, on the podcast, but like Chinese uh, governments have a lot of regulation in place with the companies. They can control government. They can control companies a lot. And so what they're asking people to do is not, um, or they're asking that company to do in order to build the brand up is make sure we're promoting people who are beautiful and skinny and perfect in order to make the, the application look more fancy. Right. So if, if, if you don't remember this company called what was it called? Aeropostale? Nope. Uh, American Eagle, nope, it's called something else, um, Abercrombie and Finch. The Abercrombie and Finch store, um, I remember like back in the days, they went through some 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 like litigation or some lawsuit because um, they weren't hiring ugly people. If you were ugly, they would make you work in the back room. This is a store that the entrance has men in, you know, uh, shirts off you know with amazing abs but that's neither here nor here but uh you know that's kind of how they wanted to promote the brand which is like you know beautiful people and so the the moderators of 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 tiktok which apparently are invisible because no one can really claim to be a moderator on the app but what they're saying is that they're trying to say hey suppress posts uh, created by users who are deemed too ugly poor or disabled for the platform and then they're also talking about political censorship so if people are on there speaking out about the chinese government trying to raise awareness the moderators are also able to kind of uh uh, uh suppress that type of of, of uh, content from being put out and so this is kind of like i said expected from the chinese government um, and I think a lot of it you have to understand is that like it's not TikTok the company so much as it is the the government saying hey this is this is you know 
this is our rules you know if you want to operate in our country this is kind of how it's going to work and you got to understand that like it's different how the united states is versus china like in china they're not asking they're telling you and you know this this is an issue that google had um for a while you know with going into china because google wanted to be um you know google wanted to be available in china but china was like well no we need that search engine to be censored and as much as google wanted to play by you know be like the you know the company that stands up to the government they understand that like the market in china is so big if these are the rules they want us to play by then we're going to end up having to play by these rules and so uh with, with all that in mind um you know, I, I, I don't know how to feel about it because I feel like a part of me is like if you and I definitely, you know, again, I definitely encourage you to check out the article because the article does talk more in detail about what, what the what the you know internal documents have been leaked out talk about. But at the end of the day, um, a part of me feels like um, like a part of me feels like a company has the right to do whatever they want as far as like. Um, how they operate their company and the amount of government intervention that should be in that process uh, should be very minimal. Um, but in the same sense, I think uh, TikTok has their hands tied in this situation because they, they, you know, nobody sets out to be a platform that has over a billion users. That's a lot of active users, um, almost a billion. They're at 700 million um, active users uh, creating content, even more every day. And so, um, you know, I, I think that like. If, if, if this is made more transparent, if word gets out that this is happening, um, I think it's up to the users of TikTok to decide, hey, is, this the, is, if, is if, this, if this is what the platform they want to be on. It's kind of like Vine, but I don't see TikTok going anywhere. And I think that like things like this um, are, are, it's not that are expected, but I feel like at the end of the day, the thing about the internet is that like if, 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 you, if you're good, if your content is, is, is good and people want to see it, people will go find it. And, you know, they can censor you because you're ugly, but at the end of the day, if you're funny, the ugly part will go away. If you're disabled, but your content is whatever, I think people look past that. And the moderators can bury your stuff all they want, but if your stuff is entertaining and it's something that people want to see, it's going to be very, very hard uh, to censor people from doing that. So um, I definitely say go check out the article and see what your opinion is on it. Um, I, like I said, I'm not in favor of censorship, um, but, you know, I, I, I do believe that, like, the Internet should be 100% open. But I also feel that if you are a private company, you have the right to operate your company internally however you feel and decide what content you want on your network versus what you don't want on your network. That's completely up to you because you are the owner of your business. Um, so that's how I kind of feel about that. But in the same respect, it's kind of messed up if you're you know, saying, hey, don't let ugly people on the platform. That's just weird. You know what I'm saying? Because everyone should be allowed on the platform. Um, but sometimes that's just how business works. You know what I mean? But um, like I said, definitely check out the article, um, like I said, from the intercept.com. So with that being said, folks, it's a, it's a, it was kind of a short episode, but this has been the Word on the Road podcast. Listen, the articles listed to, uh, talk, talked about today will be available uh, in the link below. Again, this is a podcast we do every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I'm sorry it was a little late today, but again, we try to be on schedule about it more often or as, po as much as possible. But Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, set your clock, set your alerts. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to subscribe, uh, like, smash that like button son smash it uh stay safe out there with corona wash your hands don't talk to strangers don't pick up candy off the floor and until next time guys my name is edward pagan this has been the word on the road podcast and until next time i'll see you folks on wednesday take care everyone peace guys what are you doing watching my dad's channel <laughs> watching your dad's youtube channel